0: And
1: Mike. the podcast world. I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hello, world. Hello. How's it going? How's it been? We've left you guys on your own for. I know. Too was, long.
1: Was it a cold January? Was it a mm-hmm. was it a lonely lonely January? You guys. Yeah. Or we're back. So
0: well, you know when they talk about dry January, like they yeah. they're talking about us. No. Dry not without
1: us. Dry weary.
0: Dry, 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 like this, humor right now. dry, dry, like
1: our humor has become. Yeah, yeah, it is dry, like not inspired. It is dry, like half assed chicken at a bodega. Ooh, I'm actually very specifically talking about this one place I went to that was near my old workplace. Where? Uh, you know, for the most part, chicken is good where you go, but uh, I went to one place where the chicken was just very uh, dry.
0: Was when it I... around Hudson Yards?
1: It was around Hudson Yards, yeah. And I can say that because they're not there anymore. Maybe they improved uh... the recipe. It's been five years. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> it probably closed if, it's, yeah. if it was five years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: They had some half-assed chicken. You
1: know. Yeah, half. A, I mean, it, it was it was not dry once you know they put cheese on it and melted it, but you got not just melt yeah. cheese on everything and you know call it a day and you're like done. To
0: compensate, it's just like yeah, we know it's dry, but we're gonna put some cheese on there, just that like you can't tell anymore.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so buried in cheese and sauce that it's just a cheese and sauce uh, bread mix,
0: not a sandwich. Yeah. I think we're starting a new food centric. Uh, podcast
1: where we just talk about how shitty other people's food is
0: yeah yeah just talk about yeah. which shitty shitty bodega i went to today or shitiga or five years ago shitega yeah <laughs> there you go
1: there you go but uh oh, we shit, can't because uh yes
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh shit <laughs> okay oh, yeah oh shit food bo dash yeah. shit food yeah you know, if you see less cats in the bodega, uh, chances are it may be in your food. So, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> such a I, barren corner is you know, in the back, a with a miscast. Yeah. there used but to be in my supermarket. There used to be a cat there, which just yeah. like sleep between the packages and stuff and just run around. I think it's yeah. like instead of keeping things clean, they just, uh, you know, have a cat there to kill any vermin that walk in. You know, like rats and stuff. So
1: yeah, I always try to figure out what the purpose of the cats were in bodegas. Yeah. It's
0: just but like to keep the rats away.
1: I mean, does it work? Because you, now you have I a guess, and I now you know. have a cat pro- problem. You know, the cat gets dirty and shits, and
0: yeah. I mean, where do they things? actually shit? You know, I, I like. There's never like a animal section, or like it's usually very small. You know, like yeah. food and stuff, or. Mm-hmm. Like they just like scratch into the, the, what's it called? Kitty litter, kitty litter.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, I, dude, I've been getting these ads for this automatic kitty litter cleaning machine from right. GE or something. I don't own a cat. I probably Wait, GE
1: makes like, yeah. what is this, like an electric. Yeah. Cleaner? Either
0: it's either GE or Samsung, like one or the other. You know, oh, okay. like big electro, like you know, home appliances yeah. companies. You know, and it's like, yeah, there's this like circle that there's like this. Okay, there's another, I guess cone, not cone, but like rod inside, or right? Because it's like double layered, and one rotates with like a little kind of filter, mm-hmm. so it'll filter out the poop and put it somewhere, so that you don't have to do it yourself. Yeah, And I was like, yeah, but it's still kind of nasty, right? I I mean, I don't know. I grew up in a place where you just left cats outside, Mm -hmm. essentially, and they did their thing. And they came up like once in a while to be like, hey, I'm hungry. Give me food. And uh, then they'd like fuck off again. And and then out of nowhere, you'd see like 20 cats when there used to be just like three. And it's like, oh, they all had babies. Uh, And, uh, you know, the way it used to be. Back in the day, in the 1900s. In the 1900s, <laughs> I, I hate when I hear like
1: anybody that's like early 20s and younger. Um, even not early 20s and younger. I Hear more from little kids, but when they refer no. to the 90s as the 1900s, <laughs> I'm like, fuck you guys. I, you I wasn't thinking well. about that.
0: I was thinking about the actual like 190s You know? <laughs> oh no! Any any time that's like okay. considered for old Are you ever people now. Doing that?
1: Yeah no yeah little kids call it the 1900s they they have people to start suck. everything with a 19 like the 1990s 1980s and all that and it's yeah. like
0: I mean we're still young but let's say people are younger than us they they all suck I I just said something
1: Yeah very true yeah are you are you children very True yeah are the new boomers <laughs> I don't know I the mean boomers <laughs> the weird thing is that when we were kids we always looked up to adults and wanted to be like adults and what i'm seeing more and more now is like adults are looking towards kids and like gen z a lot of gen Zers actually complain about yeah, this a lot is that yeah, which uh, yeah a lot of especially older adults are looking to gen z for like the answers and they're like i don't know just tell me what the, what the fuck we're doing what the fuck do we know it's like Who but it's these like adults yeah exactly just like maybe i'm just over generalizing but that's they're like a just right now. That's a gist yeah. I'm getting, but it's like <laughs> it is a true thing though that like uh with Gen Z going to college and stuff, especially when they're on Zoom classes. Like I know somebody that said, and it falls in line with like what I read that teachers' attitudes were it. There's a lot of like looking up to Gen Z and saying, Oh, you guys are the bravest generation, you're going through all of this and this and that. And maybe it's just to like make them feel better, but yeah. Gen Z doesn't really like it too much, you know like it's, I mean, it's just like gassing up dude, and it's like it's like they're expected to be the ones that are changing and they are they are the ones that are changing culture right now mm-hmm. but i don't think they really want to be it's just like
0: this <laughs> is like you know you guys figure it out you fucker you know well i i don't know i, I don't really get it maybe I, I just don't hang out with enough gen Zers. i guess
1: because you're like an adult yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. Well the thing is I don't hang out with anyone. That's just my thing. But
1: <laughs> wow. And that's another thing now, too. Yeah. Like we can't be like how we were as kids, like self-deprecating and not kids, but you know, self-deprecating, yeah, it's being, like, like I don't go uh, out. Nowadays it's like,
0: ew, go out feel and better life. about yourself. Yeah. Be confident. And i was like, well, you can manifest. be self-deprecating and be fine, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Ma- manifest. Do they did they say that? That, that, was that's a, big, a thing. It was always a big thing, right? I mean,
1: but I hear it more now. It's more of a buzzword now. And yeah. it's like, it's all, something that's always existed. Like when The Secret came out, the book, that was the manifesting secret. of its time. Like I remember mm-hmm. at VaynerMedia, I had to make a whole video of Gary Vee. Like I had to edit together a video and add captions when he was like, There is no secret. It's work. It's hard work. It's hustle. There's no secret. And it's like, I guess it's like it's always a thing that's always going to be the yin and yang of like especially being in your 20s culture of like trying to balance like hustling and relaxing or trying to control everything and speaking what you want in the air it's like and and just letting life happen like that's always going to be like the fighting heads with each other it's like the manifest and then the other people are like there's no seeing it's work that's all you do Uh, so I don't know
0: I don't know. It's sort of like, uh, you know, the whole like work all the time, eh, you know, it's kind of like, well, if you're, let's say if you're doing the work and hustling and trying to sell like beepers, for example, like no one's going to buy your shit, even if you're working really hard. (laughs) So, (laughs) so it's like, it's also like what you're working on, I guess. (laughs) So it's as much that as like, Oh, actually being like, uh, targeted with your work. If that makes any sense
1: yeah uh, i mean that's i feel like that's going to happen more and more because like it's um like nowadays um I, I guess when we were in advertising and media it was very much about find your specific de- demographic and talk to yeah. them but then i i i, I couldn't notice that a change was happening though where like over time you just needed to just make stuff and throw it out there and see who comes to it and i think mm-hmm. that comes with like that's going to happen with work too. It's like things happen in trends. And if you're in sales, like you're selling beepers, I guess. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, maybe you have to be- like really, one can track
0: a beeper, guys. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe can, you have I to be know. really
1: focused at one point. Maybe you have to give it to all the life alert people at one point. But then one life day beepers work. might come back. It might be like how there's actual vinyl records at Walmart. Even though yeah. nobody I know actually plays- records maybe if you're a hipster like 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 me once in a while but yeah it's like there's a big-ass section in walmart now for just vinyl records so it's kind of like you know i don't know i don't know
0: it's kind of like you know uh when we were growing up it was all about like what's the newest thing and now there's like this kind of uh i guess not just now but like in the last maybe five something years this is trend you know talking about records like people want to the old stuff because it felt like people made things to last back then yeah and uh like i have one uh i have a i have a good friend who has like vinyls and like he was never a vinyl guy when i met when we became friends but now like he you know has a job he's making money he's got a kid and he's like yeah i like me i like listening to vinyl things now and you know it was just a part of i guess like the well he's also kind of a side musician on the side, but, you know, and it was like, Oh yeah, I really liked listening to that. And it's also, it's as much a part of like, Oh, this is the trend of like going back to things when things used to work. Uh, (laughs) Things still work nowadays. You know, there's a, I don't know. There's like a, it kind of uh, I guess there's this feeling that maybe modern times aren't as like, you know, when you look at posters in the 1960s about this is the future And, you know, oh, we're going to have flying cars. Now we have flying cars, but they kind of All right.
1: So after talking about that, let's, uh, yeah, let's spend the next 20 minutes just kind of going over why we feel streaming fatigue. If that's, you know, like.
0: So many reasons. Like Um, why? (laughs) Where is this all coming from? I'm just generally apathetic. Uh, Yes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I love your enthusiasm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, well,
0: it's like, I was like, I don't feel anything about any of these characters anymore. I think it, it kind of depends. Like I've seen, I just end up rewatching TV shows that I connected with. So like, I just redid all of Grimm in the last mm-hmm. couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's on prime video. I think it's also on Peacock, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, because I can't connect. It's dumb you know, at times, but it's also gritty at other points. I don't know. It just has a bit of everything. And uh, I I just enjoy that. And uh, all of the new trendy uh, Netflix shows or streaming shows or whatever, I give them a, uh, sometimes I don't even give them a shot anymore. And Mm -hmm. I'm honestly wondering why am I still subscribed to Netflix? Uh, (laughs) But it's mostly, and then I mostly watch uh, stuff that I watched before. Like, mm-hmm. you know and i feel like things keep kind of repeating themselves but like you can't reinvent the wheel obviously mm-hmm. but it's sort of like okay uh wednesday okay let's say wednesday versus matilda versus whatever on netflix it's like okay story there's a dance number everyone loves the dance and uh <laughs> you know, yeah. and there's another thing that came out where there's also another like iconic quote-unquote dance um yeah. And uh, then it's kind of like it's just more of the same And I even though I think Wednesday I like Wednesday as a character but I couldn't like I need to watch it with someone I can't watch it by myself like I don't have I, I don't have that kind of focus yeah and I'd rather just be with someone and like trash talk the TV show while I watch it with someone else like if yeah you're just by yourself it's like you know it's like what oh you know and <laughs> <laughs> because there are characters that I, honestly like in that tv show but i just can't go through eight episodes or however long it is yeah and i'm probably one of the only people who'll say that out loud but
1: <laughs> yeah no for wednesday for me it was just like it was just one of those shows where i liked it but i couldn't see myself like if i had to sit in a theater and watch it i wouldn't i wouldn't enjoy yeah. it because it's like it's kind of like what makes To me, what a good streaming show is like something like Mm -hmm. Cobra Kai or something. It's like, or or Our Flag Means Death. It's like you could watch it and get something out of it and focus on it, or you could go and do the dishes, or you could do something else. Like did like the last few episodes of Wednesday, I watched most of the episode while I was doing stuff around the house, and like Mm -hmm. I came back and I felt like I didn't miss miss much, and it's like. That could be an insult to some people, but for me, it's like if it comes to running a business, then like that's kind of what Netflix should be doing because they mm-hmm. want you to just stay on Netflix all day, right? You got to make these shows that are like you can watch it and get into it if you want, or yeah. you can just walk around and just mess around or whatever. But would I subscribe to Netflix just for that? No, no, no.
0: Yeah. Just for once. Yeah. What's well, like the the i just saw the opposite of that on uh that junji junji ito's macabre stories like short right. stories and that's in terms of like the opposite i mean it's like if you don't watch it for like if you're not on it you just totally miss the story and then the episode's over already <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like what happened nothing happened okay and uh <laughs> There, there's never really a big conclusion, but that's, I guess, Mark critique of those short manga that he wrote because they're all based on manga that he did. yeah. And uh, there was, there were short stories. So it's like creepy thing. And then that's the end. And uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I, I enjoy horror and everything, but then in a way, I don't know, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of reviews kind of trashing it. And I was like, you know, I'm, I don't love it. I don't hate it. Uh, but I guess it, it's sort of like I guess it goes to the, I'm trying to get to the point that I don't love or hate anything anymore. It's just like all a mishmash of blah. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, more blah. And uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm hoping. Uh, I mean, even the Batman, I I really enjoyed the Batman, but then I was like, oh, it's not. It didn't like vibrate my my brain like the Christopher yeah. Nolan Batman movies did. Or, yeah you know uh, the latest comedy slash whatever a superhero movie uh, like a Deadpool type thing, you know, like uh, what was it? Um, she Hulk attorney at law, or mm. I, I mostly enjoyed it, but there were parts where I, I'm just like, it's ultimately kind of forgettable. Like a lot of the stuff that's coming out now it's very forgettable and it's kind of more of yeah. like, let's just do an iteration of this and that. And, uh, now it's, uh, I think, uh, some, maybe it's because I'm not sure if it's because I didn't follow movies as much earlier in my life, you know, when I was Mm -hmm. younger, but I always enjoyed movies, but no one was like comparing now. Okay. I'm trying to make sense of this, but let's say when you, James Gunn made all of his announcement this week and he says, well, uh, paradise lost is like a game of Thrones, but on, game, you know, *Thermoskira*. like when I was 10, no one said, oh, this is the Superman of whatever, you know, it's like we're always comparing to like the last thing that is the most like it. And uh, I don't remember doing that, you know, or people doing that when I was a kid or even a teenager, like Mad Max was Mad Max and, uh, you know, Batman was Batman. And- yeah. Uh, the Sopranos were the Sopranos. And that's just like what you, and you couldn't really compare the Sopranos to anything else. So, okay. It's a mob uh, TV show and it's on right. HBO and it's, you know.
1: Yeah. Like the, um, I used to do that when I was younger, just cause I, um, I really looked up to, I guess how the older generation scenes film, because I would say like, especially Gen X and up mm-hmm. it's like, if you're not talking about sports, it's like film and TV was like the center of life. Yeah. They have stories about going outside and, you know, meet up with friends. They have all these stories. They all had lives, whatever. But for the most part, like just having these quotable, like even just right now, uh, I found like a Yahoo article about things that, you know, if you grew up in the eighties, you would know that like people that grew up in the nineties and after have Mm -hmm. no idea about, and it's, they mentioned a part about how like, every single TV show and movies had trading cards. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's like, you know, if you have a trading card, you probably come with like a video game or like a whole franchise or especially like a cartoon, like an epic cartoon or something. But back then it was like they had like ALF trading cards or Growing Pains trading cards. <laughs> or Pogs. <of> Pogs <laughs> with like Magnum PI on it. And it was like, it, it wasn't for old people. That just was like what culture yeah. was. But I think yeah, now it's like we're getting to an age where like everything is its own thing. But mm-hmm. what I'm I'm excited about is that I think once in a while, and this is less about streaming, more about movies TV, you're gonna get those mm-hmm. once in a while movies that almost bring back the feeling of watching an older movie, but like with a twist. Let's put it this way I saw Megan last week.
0: Mm-hmm. I love
1: Megan. It is such a dumb fun movie. Like you it's love not a horse, Megan. <laughs> Megan yeah. It's it's not. Wait, what? <laughs> you love
0: Megan. I love. Are, are we- I
1: love Megan.
0: <laughs> I love. I, that was a dance thing, dude. Like that was also another love dance thing. I was I like, oh, Megan. it was Wednesday. Now I it's Megan. It's Megan. And, yeah. <laughs> she dances where she kills people, and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. I okay. love, ah, you know. So. And, <laughs> i'm just gonna say it right out
1: megan is basically the terminator that's it. Yeah. it megan is the terminator but with it's like a mini like, an ai doll and every <laughs> and the point of the whole movie is that megan is a stand-in for like an ipad like something mm. that can like even if it's real people uh, influencing the ai <laughs> no if, if you watch the movie and you replace mm-hmm. megan with an ipad it all still makes yeah. sense like how the daughter it's like Okay, I'm just going to spoil it for a little bit, but there's a tragedy that happens. So she looks for answers in Megan, and like Megan can say all the right things. Maybe some of it might come from other people, but it's Mm -hmm. still not human. And that's kind of like Uh what happens with AI or, yeah, it's TikTok. (laughs) It's like, it's basically like if you're a kid and you're growing up with an iPad. It's like, you can find all of these articles, you can find all these videos, all these TikToks and all of this stuff that can give you comfort in life, but it's still not a real person. So you see the daughter go through all these stages of like getting more aggressive, having more attitude, but also being sad and like, you know, finding all of these ways to cover it up without dealing with it. And basically they told that kind of theme with like this fun take on Terminator and I think that's what we're going to start seeing. You're going to see those like once in a while movies mm-hmm. that are like a twist on an old yeah. type of movie or an old genre, yeah. but the, it's going to be grounded in something a little bit more modern. So yeah. it's going to be reboots. It's going to be remakes, but it's going to just hit home a little bit yeah. more and it's going to be simpler.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I just thought of a movie that I really enjoyed that I saw recently. Yeah that's a bit like a remake but different it's you know die hard but with actual santa claus and it's <laughs> Violet night you saw it you saw it. you saw violent night yeah. how was it it's so good it's so dumb but it's really good uh,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> it really is die hard but it's santa claus and uh, oh, but die hard like r rated yeah. not r rated in the 99- 1990s but R-rated
1: 2023. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Yeah, it's I, I, just like, yeah.
0: yeah. It kind of gives a different origin story to Santa Claus a little bit, but I don't know. It's like you have flashbacks, but it's not It's not boring. You just have flashes of Santa Claus's past. Yeah. And uh, you sort of figure that he used to be a Viking warrior and then some magic stuff happened and be- and he became Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. and uh a lot of stuff he says well i don't know it just works and you know that's what i do and uh <laughs> and it's just like and uh, uh who is the villain uh john uh, leguizamo like he's uh really good oh he's in it yeah he's in it yeah and he's like a guy who was uh i guess like uh santa claus let him down when he was when he was a kid so he became naughty or he yeah. was naughty but like you know i can't remember what it what the back, what his backstory was but it's just like so absurd. It felt like an SNL skit when I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, this is this must be fake, but it's an actual movie, right? <laughs> it's like cocaine bear. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's- laughs> but it, it's uh, I think yeah, those are the movies that I think are gonna I'm gonna enjoy for sure. And it's like a very original, goofy yet well done take on things that you already know yeah uh, and i think a lot of people are trying to do that a lot of studios right a lot of streaming platforms are trying to do that and uh they're not doing it very well i feel velma velma, <laughs> yes, velma. i mean dude like compare velma to harley quinn and harley quinn is actually true to the characters like mm-hmm. you know ivy is a plant person like she's into plants it's like velma is as if like ivy like ivy had her own tv show and she wasn't into plants like she was into like i don't know ipads uh you know she was into uh ai and uh, vr instead of like nature and uh you're like but that's not poison ivy you know and uh, (laughs) i mean i Mm -hmm. haven't even watched velma i've i've all of the cr- cr- criticism I've heard about it, I was like, I'm not even going to dignify HBO Max with me. Okay, like you know, giving them time. Watch. Here,
1: here's the thing about Velma: <laughs> you will laugh at least once. There, there are a few funny moments. Yeah, and this is just coming from the two first two episodes. There are a few funny right. moments. You might laugh once, but it's almost that like explanatory humor that I think is going to like make its way out. Where you're, like, uh, explaining yeah. the joke and explaining the tropes as you're doing it. <laughs> and it's, like, and we were talking about this earlier, how, like, sometimes these shows bring up, like, tropes we didn't even know existed. Like, you already knew that, yeah, you haven't seen Romo, but you already saw the clip when they're, like, like, yeah, the only, uh what was it like only uh, lesbians like can only be positive, good detectives or yeah something? like the
0: only positive stereotype for lesbians is that they're good detectives or yeah we were like
1: we we're like was that a thing was that a, I was like, was that a is that, trope yeah. at
0: some point a stereotype i was like, like I, I, didn't I don't know remember. that was a <laughs> i didn't know that was a thing was, was, that,
1: <laughs> was that something <laughs> it's, like, it's something it's, yeah. yeah
0: like a frustrated mindy kaling wrote that <laughs> you know in her diary at some point
1: she tried out for Rizzoli aisles Isles and got rejected. So she just wrote about that it. That was like the after... only
0: positive thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, was this a thing at some point? I was, that was so But you know, it's funny. Maybe, there yeah. there, there was an ahead. old workplace I had. And then I guess we were talking about a, a show we watched. And I mentioned that I didn't see every episode. And I remember mm. my coworker was like... I, I told my coworker I was a fan. But then she was like, well, you just sound like you don't need it. And...
0: At first, I was a little offended.
1: It? I was a little like, what do you mean? I, li- I like stuff. I know things. And then over time, I kind of took it more as a compliment. And I was like,
0: yeah. That's actually yeah, a good I don't thing. know
1: much. It. That's a good thing. Got shit to do. No. <laughs> like
0: I, I have I a life.
1: I have a life. And there's a <laughs> bunch of stuff I haven't done. This is what I like about <laughs> having like coworkers that are like different ages and stuff now. And I'm finding out that maybe this is why streaming doesn't have like the umfit used to for me. There's a mm-hmm. whole bunch of shit out there I haven't tried. and not even just like going out in the world and trying new things. I mean like media wise, I, like I, I've never bit be, I've never beat a video game before. I've never yeah. beaten like a okay. full story video game in my life. I'm gonna
0: put you to shame in five minutes, but okay, go, go. yeah.
1: I've never, I've never finished Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I've never done Red Dead Redemption. I've wanted to. <laughs> All I ever did in Halo was like crash into shit for five minutes and leave because I would get frustrated. I mean, maybe that was I mean, my that, dumb ass, That's that's part of Halo. That that's part uh, of the experience. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, when I used to play with my brother, like we 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 hated Halo, but we would just laugh every time somebody flipped over. And if we played with somebody that wanted to play the actual game, it just made it even more funny. That just Mm -hmm. took the story serious. I'm just, I'm just going to flip over. It's
0: like, no, you're not trying. You're not even (laughs) trying. We're supposed to get the covenant. Um, And it's
1: like, ah, fuck the covenant flip. And that's,
0: (laughs) but that's the point. You're supposed to shoot the covenant, bro. Uh
1: (laughs) No, I, I, it's like, Yeah. yeah, there's this, there's this whole world of like things I've never tried. And like, for some reason, like, yeah, and, and it's like you, you sent me that that the SNO skit, but uh and I sent yeah. you the skit of uh, Trey yeah, Kennedy yeah. He's making fun of like the streaming services and how so they true. all kind of have their like own personalities now. Yeah. And it's like it's just weird because it's like it it just feels like noise. Like I feel like that's just that's mm-hmm. just what takes away what takes away from media is when it feels like noise. And yeah. I I don't know how to undo that, but maybe it's just the downside of the fact that like there's a lot of stuff for free now and there's a lot of stuff being mass produced and whatnot like i had a friend that showed me like a video of like the walking dead and was like or behind the scenes of walking dead and was like can you believe they do this makeup in this room season after season and i told him like imagine with netflix shows you're doing that every single day on a conveyor belt for like half the pay over and over mm-hmm. and over again and it's just like and like you need to do it or else no one else is going to hire you because you know the way money works now in media it's like it's all going to like a lot of it is just being spread out and a lot of it is going to influencers so it's like yeah it's kind everything's kind of on a conveyor belt now and even if the content is good like just an objectively good show or a good movie it's it still feels like noise Yeah, and for the first time in my life, I, I'm not attracted to TV anymore. And this is the only time I can, I can never really say that. Like, I don't really like TV that much anymore. Like I'm trying to see what else is out there. Maybe, maybe that's the the upside of all of this is that it's forcing us to get out of our houses and figure out what else is out there in the world.
0: Yeah. It's like, I'm really, I've been gravitating a lot more towards YouTube and watching streamers.
1: And that too, like, like yeah, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I got to no, get this out of my head, ahead. but I was like, I, and I think that's part of it too, like screen fatigue in general, because yeah, I don't watch TV shows and movies, but I'm on YouTube all day. I am watching reels mm-hmm. if I'm waiting for somebody, if I'm bored at work, I'm watching YouTube. If um, I, I deleted TikTok off my phone because I get distracted, but who cares? Because you have YouTube reels you can watch all day. Yeah. So it's like... It's like at the end of the day, it's like these all these YouTube videos, you can get your quick fix faster, like the entire three arcs of like of how a movie or a show makes you feel. Mm-hmm. You can get those arcs by watching three posts, like you see a yeah. post and it's like, I feel calm. You see the next post, oh I feel mad now. And then the other post makes fun of the last post and it's like, oh, I feel better. And you just went through the whole process of watching like a movie. Emotional a roller seconds. coaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> emotional damage. Yeah. But keep emotional worried.
0: damage. Yeah. Uh but uh I forgot what I was saying, but it's like, yeah, I'm I'm oh dear, I got a message. What? Oh I just got
1: a message.
0: I just got a message. I'm not gonna look at it because I think you guys are important and I'm gonna keep talking on this podcast. But mm. um it's uh I don't know I've been watching stream uh, like uh, gamers streaming more. Yeah. It's just like I feel like I'm I've watched so many movies that now I just keep nitpicking everything yeah. It's like oh well that's bullshit I saw The Snowman uh, It's like a true crime Thing in Norway but none of the Actors are Norwegian and it's like You know there it's like Michael Fassbender Trying to sound British uh, you, know. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, you know and You know and it's, it's sort of like okay And then the story doesn't really make a lot Of sense Yeah uh, but it's, you know, Hey, it's true crime. I enjoy that stuff. But, um, so honestly, yeah, all that stuff I'm like, but then when you look at YouTube, you're like, my standards are a lot lower. So if something doesn't really make sense, it's kind of part of the joke. Yeah. And, uh, it's part of the thing. It's like, okay. Yeah. Funny. Huh? You know? And, and, um, I don't know, I guess, uh, yeah, I become pick I have become pickier yeah. in some ways um but yeah i mean i'm i'm uh, okay so i was gonna say i actually i finished a i i was kind of like you in terms of gaming yeah and i only played halo when i was a teenager and i played maybe what else like destiny and yeah, destiny. Uh, like the good old like nintendo 64 games like golden eye and mario kart and stuff like that yeah but i only became more invested in gaming during the pandemic, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so I finished like a whole bunch of games. And recently, uh, my goal was to get all the achievements for Elden Ring, mm-hmm. and I just signed a hundred percent all the achievements, all the obscure shit that they give you awards for. Like, yeah. I did all that. <laughs> all right, there you go. <laughs> so, so, like, yay. <laughs> oh man. You know
1: what the, the, You know One of the most fun things I played. I mean, it was a story game, but I didn't follow the story. Yeah. so uh amazon luna came out with uh do
0: you remember saints row like yeah i remember yeah i never played it but not, i know what you're talking about yeah
1: the, so it's re it's getting rebooted now but there was a or maybe it got rebooted already but the one right before it got rebooted was called saints row the third and that mm-hmm. was the one i uh played on amazon luna and it was just dumb fun i just mm-hmm. ran around i don't know it's like I if I'm gonna be honest, like not just in video games, but in terms of like anything in life that's media-wise, I just yeah try not to get as invested. Like I purposely try not to get invested anymore. And mm-hmm. it, it's a weird thing to say for me because like I, I get invested very easily in like TV shows, movies, and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. even if I watch five minutes of something and I like it, five minutes later I'm gonna know the director, the producer the this the that but for some reason i'm at a point in life where i want to be more aware of what's going on around me if that makes sense or just not need someone stimulated just kind of just be and i hate sounding like a freaking influencer but just being more present yeah and there was a time where i could do both i could watch like a lot of movies and be present but it's just i'm just not there right now And a lot of it is because, you know, you know, back in the day, if you wanted to watch a movie, you had to go through the effort of like getting the DVD, going to the stuff. And the the cool thing about DVDs is that like if you watched a movie or TV show, you were invested in that show. Like you didn't, I didn't just watch Seinfeld. I watched all the interviews. I watched how they made this and the story of it. And it's because like you bought this, this is what this disc is for, and now you're invested. And I think like there's not really an effort to get to keep people invested. There's not mm-hmm. really an effort to like, you know, present certain movies and TV shows as something special. It's like, they've realized it's like these companies like Netflix and stuff. They've realized that attention is splintered and they're mm-hmm. kind of just going along with it. And that's fine. Cause like, you don't want your life to revolve around TV and stuff, but at some point you have to kind of treat yourself like the shit again. And you have to start mm-hmm. like respecting yourself. And I think all these streaming services are doing that in a weird way by just like purging all of their shows and like making it somewhere for free. Like just get all the shows that like kind of fell off after a while and just put it on like Roku or Tubi or Freebie or something. Cause mm-hmm. it's like we need to start treating ourselves like the shit again. And we need to like bring back the magic of. Movies and TV, or blah blah blah, whatever you know,
0: yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, I think I, I don't know how much that's that's going to help. Uh, all these streaming platforms, it's just like I don't know. Uh, think about that sketch, like that SNL sketch about like Ginny and Georgia, Ginny and, <laughs> Ginny and Juice, <laughs> it's like gonna... Ginny and Juice, Ginny and Juice is like I'm sure, hey, uh, I was number one for what, like a week, a couple of days no idea yeah. i was like uh okay i actually don't give a shit about this yeah <laughs> i don't even know what it's about <laughs> and i'm like i'd rather watch jack, jack septikai on youtube play dead space uh yeah than, than watch a netflix tv show <laughs> yeah it's kind of like <laughs> it's sad to say although you know props to that gamer guy but uh yeah no, um it, it uh I, the only thing I'm invested in nowadays is probably Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I'm invested in star Wars, like generally speaking, not just, not like specific things, but like, you know, all the, you know, Day Filoni stuff that's coming out, you know, yeah. Bad batch and stuff like that, but mostly, but like bad batch, I'll watch it casually. Right. And or, like, I actually waited a little bit and then saw a few episodes in a row. Like, yeah. um, it's kind of like, mm, you know, uh, I think I still watch Netflix once in a while because they have things that, um, I guess, like, they made the right purchasing for, I actually don't watch as much Netflix originals as I used to. Like, before mm. that was the thing, like, you bought, you'd get Netflix to watch Narcos, you'd get Netflix to watch, like, Orange is the New Black uh you you know like these big kind of shows that were that that made netflix um and now it's like i'd rather watch sing too on netflix yeah. or the bad guys or you know the thing that someone else made but netflix got the rights to for like six months yeah and <laughs> n- most of the netflix stuff i'm like saw it once don't need to see it again yeah um uh, But that wasn't a case for Narcos, for example, like for me. Like I I rewatched Narcos maybe two, three times. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay. And for all this other stuff now that's coming out, maybe Cobra Kai. But that was something that they bought from YouTube. Uh, You know, YouTube Red. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like that doesn't exist anymore.
1: Well, I think we know why they changed it to YouTube Premium and not YouTube Mm -hmm. Red. I can't believe nobody brought it up at YouTube. Why... YouTube bread wouldn't have worked at the time, but
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you guys find that out. Uh, but yeah, you, uh, you guys find it for yourselves. Yeah, you figure it out, uh, yeah. but it's. Uh... <laughs> I don't want to explain. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to explain either. Children, but children, <laughs> children. It's doesn't Uncle Roger do that? It's like sorry, children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, he says yeah. some some creepy or you know r-rated stuff is like sorry children but uh <laughs> it's like uh yeah i I keep repeating myself i, I feel i feel like i'm repeating myself
1: well but, you know well you know what's funny that snl skit made fun of the fact that nobody saw um ginny in georgia but yeah. <laughs> if you talk about like in general not just netflix what was streamed like worldwide mm-hmm. there are still some like cultural t- pieces like last of us poker face But the most streamed movie is a movie that I think is doing it. it, It's doing it right in terms of at least acknowledging how the the audience feels and acknowledging where the audience is before sucking them into a good story. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: it's everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that movie. I love that one. It's like I, I watched it after I saw Doctor Strange and I was like, everything, everywhere, all at once did you know, it, the it did the multiverse did thing right. It did it yeah. better. And it was so all over the place and avant-garde and kind of experimental in places. But it's like, it made sense because it at, it at least acknowledged the noise that we're all feeling now mm-hmm. before kind of going into it. And even the way that the movie is being released, you know, it didn't just like go in the theaters and after a month it's on a streaming service. It's like, you know, it was in theaters for a year and it took a long time before it be- was even available on digital. And then after mm-hmm. it was available on digital, you know, at some point now it's on Showtime. But I think it was, uh, you know, it-, it it kind of took its time in-, in terms of being available to more and more audiences, not just like, here's a movie that's been out for a week. All right, it's free now. It's mm-hmm. like, of course, everyone's going to figure out how to get it for free. There's Pirate... You can pirate basically anything, right? But like, I think when a studio respects its content, people feel it more. And I think respect is just going to have to come out of less bulk. And, you know, my old boss was, um, I mean, high, high up boss was uh, Gary V. And at the time when I worked at VaynerMedia, the name of the game was Bulk, 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 we'll come up with quality as we go along but right now it's bulk and this is going to be beginning this is the beginning of it going the other way and like I at some so. point i'm going to find tv movies and stuff like more enjoyable and more worth it but right now it's all just noise and i would rather go for a walk somewhere
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i'd rather go for a walk and you know sit down at the park and watch the dog park and see dogs play you know i'd rather do that <laughs>
1: yeah (laughs) yeah at this point right
0: i don't have a dog but you know but i i like i used to i used to have dogs but uh it's kind of it's it's just nice to be outside uh but uh but you know you just made me think of something like in that movie uh everywhere everything everywhere all at once uh there's this kind of feeling that oh well there are infinite universes so nothing matters Yeah, like nothing and it kind of feels like that with the streaming stuff like there's so much stuff like it doesn't feel like anything matters yeah and uh yeah i know you made me think of that i was like oh yeah kind of see the connection there but like at its base it was really it was an emotional story about a, a mother and daughter yeah and like how the you know uh they might lose connection and how do they reconnect and, you know, the destructive uh, power of isolation, you know, and, and, uh, and all that stuff. And yeah. like, I loved uh, the movie, uh, you know, Dr. Strange two, uh, you know, multiverse of madness. I loved it when I watched it, watched it because of the spectacle. And, you know, I like Dr. Strange. I like Scarlet Witch. but like as a whole, like, it's not really a story where you're like, I'm not emotionally invested at yeah. all, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, you know, uh, comic book character, comic book character, blah, 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 uh, evil. Eh. It was mostly like, oh, shit, you know, that happened. But um, I you know, I and everything everywhere all at once really surprised me in terms of like what the story beats were. And yeah. that's why I was like, oh, it's actually about a mother and a daughter. Like, it's not about like, you know. I mean, it does have a lot of multiverse stuff, but it's about the emotional thing at the base mm-hmm. of it. Right. And I feel like, yeah, a lot of movies have lost that. And I feel like I, I've said that before, but uh, mm-hmm. I guess it's mostly like let's make something cool. Let's make the uh, Harry Potter of uh, werewolves, and uh, you know, yeah. let's do that.
1: we'll ground it somewhere along the way. We'll we'll yeah. try. <laughs> it's like it's like Batman versus Superman. It's like we have to ground it somehow, uh,
0: Martha. It's like they found Martha. that. And it, that's like the, the biggest meme ever you know for yeah. <laughs> for batman <laughs> it's, it's like martha and uh I, someone made a joke about that like online it was about this other tv show i was like yeah let's just do a martha thing and <laughs> <laughs> it's I was like why do you say her name and i was like that that was so dumb <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> maybe knives out too like you know the glass onion kind of You know, the whole plot about the big baddie, like, you you watched it, right? Yeah. It's like... Oh, not Knives Out 2. It's secretly... Yeah. Oh, not Knives Out 1, I saw.
1: I didn't see Glass. Okay, so Knives
0: Out 2, there's a moment where, you know, there's this big, supposedly master plan, but it wasn't really planned. Mm -hmm. And Benoit Blanc is like, you know, it's so dumb. And then one of the other characters, she says, like, but isn't it, like, secretly... Genius, no, it's just dumb, and it's (laughs) (laughs) funny. (laughs) It's like that is like I think you could say that about almost like 90% of the movies that came out in the last five years. It's like people thought it was smart, but it's actually really dumb, (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) yep. All right. So since we ran out of time, uh, I got nothing else to say. But anything yeah. else you want to close up nah, on? I got not. Yeah,
0: I, I think that was a good place to end.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right then.
0: <laughs> well, hey guys, th- thank you for listening to us. Even though like we haven't been posting things for the last month or so, mm-hmm. and we know that you guys are still invested. You, uh, I guess, San Diego guys, if you're still in San Diego. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> The OGs, all, all, all
1: five of you that are uh, hopefully, hopefully not in sales.
0: I mean, we're trying to get them out, right? Like, go go to the park.
1: <laughs> yeah, go go to the park. Go watch the dogs for an hour, please. Watch dogs make friends. Please. I don't want to get in trouble because of you guys.
0: <laughs> I don't want
1: to. I don't want to. For the sake ins- of
0: your own health and and uh, mental and physical. Uh, yeah. Go,
1: yeah. go enjoy your dogs. Go enjoy
0: Peace. Peace.